0: Hey everyone welcome back to the podcast and if you are new here welcome my name is Jasmine I am a certified life coach and content creator here on just glow with it we talk about all things lifestyle wellness and self-growth so this week's episode did not go as planned I did plan on having a health and wellness coach come onto the podcast to talk about intuitive eating and all things health and wellness related I did do the interview last week however somehow the audio got corrupted and I couldn't work with what I had so with that being said we will have to save that episode for another time and redo it, which is totally fine. Everything happens for a reason and when the timing is right, that episode will come about. But for today's episode, since I had to redo it, I really wanted a more chill, laid-back, light-hearted kind of episode. I have to constantly remind myself that not everything I do in terms of content has to be super, it's like serious or informational or high value. Like, yes, I enjoy Creating that type of content, but I also enjoy these more laid back, chill, chit chatty type of episodes. I know I enjoy consuming that type of content as well. So that is the vibe for today's episode. I wanted to update you all on my Do Not Disturb era journey and how that's going and the progress that I've made with that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I recommend listening to my last episode where I mentioned this new era that we are in. I wanted to just update you all on how that's. Been going, mindset updates, journal prompts that I've been doing, how I'm taking care of myself and the things that I'm focusing on, and all that good stuff. And I also wanted to share some feel good habits that I've been implementing again in my life that have really been putting me in the best mood ever. So, again, this is a super chill, laid back episode. I want you to feel like we are girlfriends, literally catching up on life. So, grab your iced coffee, your matcha, your wine, whatever your drink of choice is and get ready to catch up in today's episode. If you do enjoy this episode, I would so appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast. It just helps more people discover the podcast. Share this episode with anyone who you think may enjoy the podcast as well. And if you'd love to support me and the podcast even more, I would also appreciate if you could check out today's podcast sponsors. It just helps me and allows me to be able to do what i love to do and create the content that you all love and if you want more of this type of content in your life be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel i'm doing a visual diary of my whole do not disturb era and the habits that i'm implementing and routines and my rituals and my lifestyle stuff so definitely subscribe to that as well as my other socials they are all linked in the show notes as well as everything else that you need Alright you guys, so I want to update you all on the progress that I've made in my Do Not Disturb era journey. But first of all, I want to say that it's been so nice to see that some of you have decided to join me in this new era. I know some of you have messaged me and talked to me about what you're doing in your own Do Not Disturb era, which I think is just so cool and amazing to know that we are like-minded people wanting the same things, doing the same things, but in our own Way. So I absolutely love that. It makes me so happy to see and makes me feel so connected with you even more so. The update on how this era has been going. Last week was week one of this Do Not Disturb era. Let me just say it was a really intense and emotional first week, which is to be expected, of course. If you watched my last vlog, then you saw me kind of go through my first week in my Do Not Disturb area. I did like a visual diary slash vlog of me documenting all the things that i'm doing and i did a lot of self-reflection journaling i also made my vision board for 2023 and and refined my goals for the new year but i really mostly spent a lot of time by myself and really doing that deep internal work and one thing about doing the internal work is that it is emotionally draining and exhausting if you know then you know and it also didn't help that i was also on my period last week at the same time that i was doing all of this deep heavy emotional work and although it was very very draining i also thought it was pretty cool to be so synchronized with my mind and my body and my soul and what i mean by that is obviously like when we are on our period this is a time of literally releasing and shedding and getting rid of the old from a physical perspective and essentially that's what I was doing from an emotional and mental standpoint as well. I was doing a lot of releasing and shedding of old limiting beliefs and just working on my mindset and all those things that we will get into. So it was just really cool to know that I was literally so aligned from my mind, my body, and my soul. If you decide to begin this era, just expect things to get harder before they get easier. And I'm not saying that to scare you in any way. I'm just being realistic and I want you to be prepared for what's to come. Doing the emotional work is anything but easy which is why i think a lot of us kind of shy away from asking those really hard questions and digging deep and unlearning those limiting beliefs just really really getting to the root of some of our issues and our trauma and the things that are holding us back but it's those things that are necessary in order for us to create the lives that we want to live and become the person that we know we can be we don't get there without doing this heavy work i know some people think that they can skip this step and kind of fast track their way towards manifesting the life that they desire unfortunately it does not work that way like the saying goes, our life is only as good as our mindset. So I felt that it was really important for me to really address whatever limiting beliefs I was holding on to, whatever internal shifts I needed to make before I started like taking action and you know, Doing all of these things, I knew that I needed to focus more on my internal side first, which is why I chose to focus more on self-reflecting and journaling during week one of my Do Not Disturb era, which again, if you want to follow more closely and more step-by-step of all the things that I did during week one, definitely check out my latest vlog. That's kind of where I shared the behind the scenes of everything. With all of this self-reflecting that I did, the main themes that I picked up that I felt were holding me back in terms of my beliefs were feelings of unworthiness as well as fear of failure and not being good enough. It isn't surprising that these are the things that were coming up for me because these are the same limiting beliefs that I've dealt with literally my entire life. I've noticed this pattern where every time I am trying to step outside of my comfort zone or I want to level up in some way or achieve something new or like hit a new just level, whether it's in my career or fitness goals or just life goals in general, The same limiting beliefs always tend to show up for me right as I am about to step outside of my comfort zone. Stepping outside of our comfort zone is obviously kind of scary and there's a lot of unknown and risks and I think our minds, of course I don't have like the scientific facts to give you, but our minds are trying to keep us safe, where things are familiar, and that is when these limiting beliefs pop up. It's trying to keep us safe, but as we know, staying in our comfort zones does not help us to level up or grow in the way that we want to. If you find that every time you are trying to step outside of your comfort zone or level up in some way and you're dealing with the same limiting beliefs over and over again, it doesn't mean that you're failing or that you haven't grown in some way. It's just your mind and your brain trying to keep you safe. But one thing that I took from all of this was realizing that even though I'm still dealing with the same limiting beliefs that I've been dealing with my entire life, it's so much easier to overcome them. It doesn't have the same hold on me as it did, let's say, like at the beginning of my personal growth journey when I really didn't have the confidence that I do now. And I feel like every... Every single time you challenge your limiting beliefs by stepping outside of your comfort zone by choosing to ignore the fear and still go after the things that you want Every single time you do something like that, you are slowly chipping away at those limiting beliefs and each time you do that, your confidence grows stronger, you become more resilient, you become more sure of yourself and the next time you decide to level up or grow or step outside of your comfort zone and those same limiting beliefs come up for you again, they won't have that same impact on you. Don't feel discouraged if you find yourself continuously like dealing with the same things and feeling like oh my god when am i gonna get over this why am i still dealing with this why is this still a thing for me it doesn't mean that you're not making progress i really found myself overcoming these beliefs a lot quicker than i may have in the past and so for me that was confirmation that i'm still making progress i'm still growing and regardless of what these limiting beliefs are telling me i'm still gonna overcome them and do what it is that i desire to do so that's kind of where my mindset was at last week just really getting honest with some of the feelings of feeling unworthy and what i was fearing and things that were coming up for me i really had to take time to kind of sit with those things acknowledge them understand where they came from and then be okay with letting them go and choosing to believe better thought a better belief that better serves me. Along with the limiting beliefs that were coming up for me, it was also just an emotional week in general. Like I said, I was on my periods. So I don't know if it's because I was more sensitive to things, but I was also just feeling very homesick, dealing with a little bit of FOMO, and just feeling kind of down in general. I have decided to do some really feel good habits to help me feel better obviously which I will get into in a moment but before that I want to share some of the journal prompts that I did to help me identify my limiting beliefs and also work through them which if you watch my vlog then you already know the journal prompts that I'm about to share but if you haven't the first journal prompt is what are the limiting beliefs that are holding me back this is where you need to get really clear on the beliefs that you're currently subscribed to that are not going to help you move forward in life and some of these beliefs you might be unaware of or not conscious to so it's really important to really sit with yourself and really think about okay what are the beliefs that I have right now what do I believe to be true about myself and about my life and what I think is possible for me and things like that because sometimes we may think that we believe one thing when in reality we really believe something else take some time take a day a morning to get very clear on all of the beliefs that you have and identify the ones that are holding you back so for example like i said for me it was i am unworthy of this next level in my life or i don't feel like i actually have what it takes to take that next step and reach that next level in my career or that amount of money that I want to make or like dealing with imposter syndrome and feeling like I don't have the ability or the capacity to really take myself to that next level. And I had to be honest with those fears and those limiting beliefs. And then I had to acknowledge where th- these beliefs stemmed from in the first place. So that brings me to my second journal prompt, which is where do these beliefs stem from? Who or what placed them here in the first place? Like I mentioned in my last vlog, The limiting beliefs that you currently have now, whether it's I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I will never be successful, I will never be wealthy, whatever the case is. You were not born with those beliefs. You did not come into this world and automatically assume the worst of the worst. Somewhere along the way, an experience, a teacher, a student, a parent made you subscribe to those beliefs. And with this journal prompt, I... Suggest that you just get super clear and identify different scenarios from your past that you can remember that really implemented this belief in the first place. I know for me I had several situations in my life going from when I was like in elementary school to even high school that really implemented the belief of I'm not good enough for what I want or I'm not worthy enough to have X Y and Z. And so for me it was very eye opening to identify these specific situations or people that may have placed this belief onto me because it helped me to realize that this isn't what I actually believe. This is what I believed because maybe back then I wasn't as confident in myself or I didn't know myself as good as I know now, but I don't have to continue believing these things just because so-and-so said this about me or believed this about me. And the third journal prompt that I did was, why is it safe for me to let these beliefs go? Why is it okay for me to move on from these belief systems? And this is basically where I gave myself permission mission to no longer feel like I need to subscribe to these belief systems. Back then when this person made me feel unworthy, it was because I did not know myself. I did not know my worth. I did not know what I was capable of. But now I do know my worth. Now I do know what I'm capable of and what I can accomplish and do. So I don't have to believe that anymore. And I also told myself that I am worthy because I just am. And I don't need a reason to believe that I'm worthy. I don't need to prove to myself that I am worthy. I am worthy and I am deserving simply because I am. So this is just where you really want to give yourself permission. The feeling of it's okay to move on from this. You don't have to continue believing you are this person. For example, if you've been told your whole life that you are a man messy, disorganized person and you have adopted that belief of I am messy and I am disorganized, obviously that is going to impact your actions and it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. But just because you've been told your entire life that you are messy and you are disorganized, it does not mean you have to continue being that person for the rest of your life. Other people don't define who you are Who you get to be, what you are capable of, you get to define that for yourself and a lot of times, you know, how we feel about ourselves is created or based on what we experienced when we were younger. It's okay to let go of that version of you that you once believed in and it's okay to adopt a new version of yourself and I know it can feel uncomfortable or weird or like you're faking it and maybe it will for a while. But eventually, the more that you convince yourself and remind yourself of who you actually are, not who you used to be or who you thought you were, you truly begin to believe the things that you are telling yourself. Which leads me to my last journal prompt that I did, which was simply, What new beliefs am I choosing to, sub- to subscribe to now? So, this is where you get to take your power back and you get to decide, okay. I no longer want to believe that I am unworthy, unlovable, lazy, procrastinator, you know, etc. And you get to decide exactly who and what you get to be. And there are no limits to what these new beliefs could be. You could literally, literally decide exactly What you want to believe, which I think is such a crazy yet beautiful part about life, is that you get to decide what's possible for you, what you believe in, how you view yourself. Like that is all in your hands. And I think so many people forget that we have that power. So don't take this journal prompt lightly. Don't just answer this without any real thought behind it. Take your time to really envision the version of yourself that you truly deep down desire to be even if that version of you seems so different than who you currently are now envision that version envision that life that you deep down know you want to live even if it's completely different than the life you have now envision that and subscribe to those beliefs if you know anything about manifestation then you know that Before something can manifest in your life, you have to believe that it's possible first. You will not manifest things that you truly don't believe can happen for you. So be very, very, very intentional with the beliefs that you are choosing to subscribe to because this is going to impact the direction that you go in and have influence in who you become in the future. So those were the journal prompts that I used to really help me identify my limiting beliefs and of course create new beliefs for myself. And once I did that, my new beliefs were basically my main point of focus last week. I've been practicing them in my journal, doing affirmations, and as I go throughout my day, just constantly reminding myself of them, which is really, really important if you do this and you work through your limiting beliefs, this is not a one and done kind of situation. You have to constantly practice reworking your mindset. And for me, the easiest time to work on my mindset and my belief systems is during my morning routine. First thing in the morning before my mind has been obstructed by the world around me. This is the time I like to really focus heavily on my mindset and just doing that internal work work on a day-to-day basis. So now that we are in week two of my Do Not Disturb era, my intentions for this week are basically to, one, continue working on my mindset, of course, this part is always going to be a continuous part of the journey, but also implementing new habits little by little. So the two habits that I'm choosing to primarily focus on are my morning routine as well as my evening routine. And I'm starting out with these habits because these are habits that I've already have done in the past, but I've just needed to like redefine them and become more consistent with them. So before I even work on anything else, I want to like really get super consistent with my morning and my evening routine. If I were to do any habits or implement any routines, it would be these two because they make the biggest difference in my mood, in my energy, my productivity, and how I feel like in every aspect of Myself, And so those are the two that I am currently working on implementing more consistently, which kind of brings me to my feel-good habits that I've been doing recently, especially since last week was very, very draining for me. I knew that I wanted to really focus on feeling better and so these are the things that I've been doing these last few days mainly in the morning time but honestly these are habits that you can do at any time of day but these are for me my feel good morning habits so one of the things that I did last week was also create a list of my dream routines and rituals for 2023 so from my morning routine evening routine my daily routines literally like all the things that i would dream of doing every day and when i created my dream morning routine for next year i realized that this was the exact morning routine that i used to do even before i moved out here to arizona when i still lived in california This was the routine that I did. And let me just say that I have tried many, 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 many different kinds of morning routines from 5 a.m. morning routines to working out first thing in the morning. I've tried super long morning routines, short morning routines. I've tried so many different variations with different habits and hands down the morning routine and the morning habits that I'm going to share with you today is by far my favorite morning routine. I did it today. I really don't know why I stopped doing this morning routine. I feel like when I moved to Arizona, that's kind of when I fell off my routines and then if you listen to my my other episodes, you know that it was a very challenging year for me. So I feel like I had forgotten the basics of what made me feel good each day, but I'm really glad that I kind of went back to the type of morning routine that I used to do because Like I said, I did it today and it put me in the best mood ever. It's been a very, very long time since I felt this energized, this positive, this... Just so grateful. And I feel like it's because this morning routine does a great job at touching basically all of the important factors like my mind, my body, and soul. I get a little bit for every area of of myself. Like I said, I just felt so good this morning after doing my morning routine. And of course, before I get into the feel good morning habits, just as a reminder and as a disclaimer, I feel like I have to say this. This is what works for me and my lifestyle. Obviously, if we have different lifestyles, if we have different circumstances, then the things that I do might not work for you or be practical for you. And that is totally okay. So I just want to emphasize that because I know sometimes it's easy to forget that we have different lives and what works for one person may not work for another. But the first feel-good morning habit that I have been loving is waking up naturally without an alarm clock. First and foremost, I know that this habit is a privilege. Believe me, I know. I have been there where I've had to have an alarm clock, I had to have a job that I had to go to at a specific time. I haven't always been able to have this privilege, so I know how lucky I am to be able to wake up without an alarm clock. If you do have this ability to not use an alarm clock, Please do your body a favor and don't use one and wake up when your body naturally wakes up. So when I started working for myself full-time, which was around, I think, 2021, yeah, 2021, I did not immediately start doing this. It wasn't until like a few months in that I was like, wait, why am I still using an alarm clock when I don't need one? And ever since making this shift, it has made such a difference in my energy and how I feel because I'm giving myself proper rest. And if you are going to bed at a decent time, you will wake up at a decent time as well. I know I had the fear of like waking up super late and wasting my morning but if you go to sleep at a decent time, which for me, I go to sleep at 10 30. I know that might be super early for some people but I like to wake up around 6 30 7 a.m. The way that I can naturally wake up at that time is if I go to sleep around 10 30. So that's kind of what my sleep schedule is like and waking up when I feel ready to wake up just puts me in the best mood and it's such a different way of waking up. Than waking up abruptly to an alarm clock. My second feel-good habit that I've been doing is having a slower start to my morning and not necessarily jumping right into anything the first moment that I wake up. So I feel like one of the reasons why I fell off of my morning routine in the first place was because I felt like I had to journal the moment that I woke up and that intuitively did not feel right to me i did not want to wake up and have to do something first thing in the morning so with this habit i really just allow myself to maybe stretch my body a bit lay in bed for a moment play with my cats say hello to my boyfriend talk to him for a bit obviously freshen up in the bathroom make a warm lemon water and just really allow my brain to wake up before i check my phone before i meditate or journal even though those are good habits i just feel like it's really important to allow yourself to just slowly wake up and be alert for the day and not be half asleep while you are trying to journal so i did that today and it made such a difference when i finally sat down to journal and meditate. I felt like because I let myself kind of wake up and hydrate and freshen up and allow myself to have a slow start and not rush into anything, I felt more present when I was actually doing my morning routine. So even if you have five minutes, ten minutes, whatever you can spare. I really recommend giving yourself that time and that grace to just be present with yourself and not do anything. One thing that I've been doing that I used to do a few months back and then I stopped was deleting my social media apps the night before while I'm doing my evening routine and not downloading them until, you know, at least well after my morning routine and that has helped me a lot in not checking my phone first thing in the morning because I don't really have anything to check during that time. I don't feel all rushed and all over the place so I've really been enjoying that habit as well as having a space for my morning ritual tools. So this isn't really a habit per se but this is a feel-good Tip that at least has helped me to feel good, which has been creating a space for myself that is solely focused like on my morning routine or my spiritual practice, or you know, when I want to connect with myself, I created a little corner in my office where I have all of my tools. I have my diffuser, I have a candle, I have my journals my oracle cards, my crystals, whatever else I feel I need, it's all in this one little spot and that is all I do there. I think creating intentional spaces is so important for every aspect of our lives. You know, they say that you shouldn't work in your bedroom because your bedroom should be a time for rest and relaxation and so I'm just trying to keep that mindset in mind with other things other spaces in my in my apartment and so since creating this intentional space which I didn't have prior I have felt more inspired to do my morning routine and I feel so sacred in this space because I know it's meant just for my own practice and rituals the next feel-good habit that I've been doing again which I am so grateful to be back on is meditating first thing as I am actually doing my morning routine so obviously like I said wake up allow yourself to like wake up drink some water freshen up chit chat with your family whatever and once I kind of do that then the first thing I do is meditate and i don't meditate for long at all just fyi five minutes for me is my sweet spot i do want to work my way up to like 10 20 minutes you know before i could meditate for 30 minutes now the idea of meditating for 30 minutes just sounds so daunting and i just want to emphasize that There is no right or wrong way to meditate or to do these kinds of rituals. If five minutes is all you can spare or all you want to do... That is better than not doing it at all. And I used to feel like there was no point in meditating or journaling if I was only going to do it for like two minutes or five minutes. But it really does make a huge difference. And I feel like as long as you show up, that's all that matters. So for me, I just give myself five minutes. I use the Insight Timer app, which I've talked about on the podcast. I've also shared on my YouTube channel and my social media. I actually did one today during my meditation. And also during my mid-walk that I'm doing, I did a Manifest Your... Dream life meditation or something like that. And that was really nice to do, which, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw my stories about it. But, anyways, I use the Insight Timer app and I like that app because it just has so many different variations and topics of meditation and they have so many short, straight to the point kinds of meditations. Today I did a simple morning meditation on gratitude and it was only five minutes and it was perfect and exactly what I needed. My next feel good habit, of course, is journaling. Again, with this habit I also fell off just because like I said I felt like it it had to be the first thing that I did right when I woke up and I just didn't feel like doing it so I would put it off and not do it but I've been you know really getting into journaling again. Typically I do the basic writing what I'm grateful for, setting my intentions, what I want to manifest that day. And other times, if I have a lot on my mind or I just want to kind of express my feelings, I will do morning pages, which is basically free writing, whatever is on my mind. Like It doesn't have to make sense. I don't have to get to a point. It's just to allow me to basically brain dump whatever is on my mind, whether it's fears or stress or anxiety or anxiousness or whatever it is, I will do that as well. Um, today, I just stuck to the basics of writing what I was grateful for and my intentions. I did not feel the need to like work through anything heavy, I feel like because last week I spent so much time doing a lot of self-reflection that I did not feel the need to do that. Okay, so I have a few more feel-good habits that I've been doing before we wrap up today's episode. But my next one is checking my to-do list and calendar right after I do my morning routine just to ensure that I have a clear idea on my day and I don't have any surprises and I know exactly what I need to do. I showed this in my one of my vlogs, I think, and also in my Instagram stories. I purchased a to-do list from the brand Wild House Paper and I really love it. It's just a nice, simple to-do list that has like space for my priorities, what I have going on today, what I want to focus on in terms of my well-being and it's just really nice to write down on pen and paper my to-do list and I have a clear idea of what I need to do. So once I have my to-do list, my calendar all figured out, I get straight into a workout which is something that I haven't been doing in my routines in the last few months and so I was doing my workouts in the afternoon and I just it did not fit with my schedule because I felt like I had to pause my workflow my day to go work out and I also wouldn't like get ready for the day or put on makeup because I felt like there was no point in doing that if I was just going to work out in the middle of the day and so I it just did not work with my lifestyle or my schedule I didn't feel my best working out in the afternoon because I wasn't putting myself together not that you need to to feel your best but you know sometimes you want to get put together put on a little makeup put on a cute outfit but the inspiration wasn't there because of how I was doing my workouts. I went back to what I used to do, which was workout first thing in the morning. And it's been such a mood booster to get my workout. In the morning, and you know, throughout my day, I could get little walks in here and there, and I don't have to worry about working out anymore. Of course, I'm still listening to my body and intuitively moving and aligning my workouts with my cycle and things like that, but it's just so nice to get get it out of the way and you know, listen to a podcast while I'm working out and feeding my mind good things, then getting ready for the day, which is my next feel good habit. If you work from home like my or anything like that, you know how tempting it is and how easy it is to not get ready for the day, not put on makeup, not do your hair, you know, wear the same at-home outfit that you've probably worn for the past few days, which don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with that. I do that all the time, but I have found for me that it does affect my mood and how I feel about myself and The decisions that I make throughout the day, and I've noticed on the days where I feel my best, I'm a little bit more put together, I make healthier and better choices throughout the day. And so today was one of those days where I decided to actually get ready. I didn't even put on a full face of makeup. I just put on a little bit of concealer, and that's it. Like I did not even put on mascara or foundation or blush or anything like that. Just a little bit of concealer. I did my hair. Put on a cozy outfit, but that was a little bit more put together and some jewelry. And I felt so just ready to take on the day. It was a huge mood booster as well. And, you know, while I was listening or while I was getting ready, I was also listening to some really uplifting podcast episodes that was just really getting me excited for the day. And so with this like new morning routine, I just feel like, a better version of myself once again. I feel exactly how I used to feel when I did do this morning routine and now that I'm doing it again I don't even know why I stopped doing this ever and obviously as I go through different cycles within my body these habits will be adjusted accordingly but these are my feel-good morning habits that I've been doing as of lately and it's been so wonderful it's been so nice it's helped me mentally emotionally physically i feel like i'm hitting a lot of my goals and my habits like first thing in the morning and i don't have to worry about them throughout the day and other feel good habits that i am currently working on and will be doing in the next coming weeks is of course doing my daily walks in addition to my workout i did one today actually after i had lunch i went on a walk and i listened to a meditation which i talked about A little bit earlier, and it was a good reset, a good refresh. And listening to this meditation was also a great way to kind of remind myself of where my energy is at, where my mindset is at, and making sure I'm aligned with where I want it to be. So it was a good way to reset. Also, some things that I'm doing are trying new things to help me stay inspired. To show up for myself whether it's trying a new type of workout class or trying a new recipe or just really making subtle changes within my daily routines and rituals. I've mentioned this before that sometimes it can get kind of stagnant and boring to do the same thing over and over which causes us to like not want to do them at all but making like subtle changes or trying new things really helps me to stay inspired For example, tomorrow I am taking a workout class that I haven't taken in such a long time. I am going to a fitness studio that I used to go to all the time this year, but In the last few months, I haven't been going because life has just gotten busy and I really haven't made time to go out there, but I decided like I want to try new things, kind of change my routine a little bit. So I'm taking a workout class tomorrow, which I'm so excited for. It gives me something to look forward to and and it's just a great way to make changes. Anyways, these are my current feel good habits that I've been loving as of lately. They have made such a difference in my mood, my energy in every way and a lot of these things like I said are things that I used to do but stopped doing for whatever reason and I've been loving getting back to my best self and feeling good again and implementing these feel-good habits and I owe it all to starting this new era of focusing on myself. I really wasn't making the time to make the changes that I needed to make and focus on these habits and I'm so grateful for this era that we are in because I already feel such a difference and I feel so motivated so disciplined so focused so on the right path and this was the part of myself that I have been missing I knew she was in there but I had to make some adjustments to kind of get back to that version of myself that I knew that I was capable of being and I wanted to just come on here and talk about these feel-good habits the mindset shifts and updates that I've been having to kind of keep you in the loop but also inspire you in your own journey as always of course so i really hope that you enjoyed this episode as a final reminder if you are interested in checking out any of today's podcast sponsors the links to that will be in the show notes they are also in my instagram bio link and if you are interested in following along in my do not disturb era journey be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel the link to that is also in the show notes as well next week will be our last episode of 2022 that is our new year's theme episode i will be answering all of your questions sharing my best new year's tips and things of that sort that is all i have to say for today's episode i love you all so much and until next time remember to just glow with it